0: And so, with the cup held high, measle leave Croke Park, All Ireland football champion for 1949. All oh, beautiful me,
1: you got
2: all that I need. <laughs> hits Dab and Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Column Kyle hit Infinity. This is Colm's first punch. Finity, delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connor come in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and these are the football champions.
0: to The We Are Me podcast. Um, fantastic, weekend of getting a The future is just going to keep running there. We haven't got the one that uh, breaks down, but it should stop in just a moment. And here we go. Boom. As <laughs> I said, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the We Are Mead podcast. Uh, we're a little bit light in the pod tonight, lads. We've only got the three of us uh, uh, here. Brian Kelly is not. Has maybe made. Some it. dead
3: wood maybe got rid of though, maybe? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I know he's driving, so we won't hear this. <laughs> and he could be listening live. He could be oh, listening live.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, he could be in trouble when he gets in. He could be but the ears on day. But, er. Uh, An action-packed weekend of football in Mead and uh, we have results from the ladies' camogie, the ladies' football from during the week. We don't have the results from uh, today or yesterday, unfortunately, at the minute. They're not up on the uh, Mead ladies' website or social media pages, we got a couple of results, so there's no point in giving you all them. We have the Hurling, a uh, result from the Hurling from during the week. It was Navin and Matnys and Boards Mill in the Senior Hurling Championship. We also got an interview with Sean, uh, Sean E. Um, uh in relation to the re- resignation of Nick Fitzgerald as the Mead Hurling Manager. We have our predictions, and we have the results and tables um, after an action-packed weekend of men's football in mead junior intermediate and senior championship on all weekends. so uh, delighted to have david Risman and kieran flynn here with me as i said brian kelly is not uh, with us just at the moment but he will be as soon as possible so what we're going to do is we're going to start off with the ladies camogie results and uh, the one and only kieran flynn has those for us yes
3: yeah, so there was camogie fixtures played this week and there's some coming up in the coming week but the two results we have here is Blackhall Gales 3-11, 38, 3-8 and Rototh 11 points, Boards middle 2-6. And then there's game Cup this Tuesday, 27th of August, Fina play Clemeson at 7.15 in Baconstown. So that's a, a big match in the Senior Championship. And then there's another refix Senior Championship match, Thursday, the 29th of August. That's Dunboyne v Clemeson in Dunboyne. Time to be confirmed, but probably there's no lights there, so probably will be similar time. It's at 6.45, 7 o'clock, so again it's just coming in there's a lot of games for the ladies at the moment like the dual players are flat out yeah. they're playing football and hurling to bet the band now which is, I suppose is great in it's own way
0: it is indeed and I'm going to put you on the spot now do you have the tables as they stand at the moment? no
3: the camogie don't publish them at the moment so the they need ladies... like to keep them close to their chest and yeah. not let anybody know until it's quarter final stage yeah and the surprise
0: is <laughs> <laughs> the team. Do
3: um, just have to rock up and hope that they're still in it? You know. <laughs> yeah, they do indeed.
0: Um, uh, and it is as you said, in action. It's all action for the ladies at the minute, and uh, they are probably a few of them are dual players as well. As um, I made the dreaded, uh, uh, the one thing I always just say to the lads before we start the podcast is, turn off your phones. Um. Guess what? It was my phone that peeped. <laughs> um, we're going to move on then to the ladies' football results from uh, during the week. And um, I do know that we have some interviews as well that you'll be able to get on the Loyal Royals podcast. Uh, it's Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash we are mead. And uh, you'll be able to get the interviews that we did with Megan Clark and Zoe Kerwin of Centralstown and also with the St. Michael's manager, Tom O'Connor, after they got their first victory in the Senior Championship uh, over um, St. Dalton's last Wednesday night. And they followed it up, I believe, with another big win today, but uh, we'll come back to that later on. Kieran Flynn, you've got the results for us from the games.
3: Yeah, so these are the games played on the Wednesday, the 21st of August, 2019, in the Junior Championship uh Screen one eleven, St Patrick's four four, O'Matinee's three nineteen, Manalvi one five, Dalique sound four seven, sound two nine. That leaves the, the table after four games played, O'Matney's with twelve points, Myla and Screen joint on nine, Delik Belly Sound and Pat's joint six points, and then Manalvi and Waterstown Sound unfortunately holding up the bottom of the table joint on three points each.
0: And uh Looking at it there now, um that is the, the junior Championship. If you want to move on now to the intermediate.
3: Yeah, so this is after five games from the results then twenty first of August as well. You have Dunham or Ashburn three fourteen to Duncanies one five. You have Rototh one twelve to D Rangers one six. You have Saint Column Kills of Eastmead, eleven points to Clondagwales four points. And then you have a good draw here, Royal Gales and Shockland through with Summerhill nine points apiece.
0: Excellent. And looking down at the table there, you see Dunmore Ashburn, Tom O'Connor's previous club that he brought to two intermediate finals. David Risman um, wasn't able to get them over the line. Doing great work there at the moment with St Michael's, but maybe third time of asking, Dunmore Ashburn ladies might be able to get over the line, and they will be closely followed by Rataut, um, who are joint leaders on fifteen points.
4: Yeah, it's probably it's a close one there. Um, as you say, Dunmore Ashburn have been knocking on the door for several years, and for whatever reason, I suppose to come up against. You know, an outstanding side in St. Michael's last year, and the decider on Tom had admitted that himself. And I suppose this year he's with St. Michael's, but he doesn't have Marion Farley, who was the huge influence exactly in getting them over the line last year. So Ashburn are there thereabouts they, they obviously will be in retote with our pick I know there's a big crossover between the Camogie and the football in retote but yeah. uh, they're certainly going to be there so it looks like it's going up that direction um, up the Dublin direction possibly yeah, There's a couple oh, of teams Tutseini
0: and Royal Gales will have something to say about that I was
3: corrected now Is that just, we'll talk about later? the Retoat was at the lads match tonight And the, one of the mentors Philip O'Horne who's a listener of the podcast was quick to correct me saying that they're not a border club none of their parish actually touches Dublin Kilbride, Ashford, and Jocklin a few other keep them a border to but Dublin but
4: surely if it touches Kilbride it's Dublin what or
0: Ashburn
3: Ratoat doesn't actually touch Rathaut. Dublin oh, Ratoat yeah, doesn't yeah. touch Dublin so yeah. they're not a Dublin border count club yeah. the heartlands of Mead yeah. that's yeah, what well, Philip said you, to me
0: yeah well he was telling you because you're the one who says Ratoat whenever I do mention Dunham or Ashburn, um, uh, Dubboin and, and, and Jocklin and you do always throw in when I talk, so I yeah. can throw
3: into this proverbial bus here. It? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're, bus not, I, we're not pulling you out either. Yeah, the bus <laughs> I try to manoeuvre out of the way, but go
0: on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, if, uh, if there's any liable. Uh, uh, <laughs> actions being brought it's against uh, Kieran Flynn the Mead PRO just to let you know and, uh, where do you live again? Send in all send all Hally?
3: send all the checks to my yeah. solicitor and, uh, Michael Brennan <laughs>
0: uh, we have a lot of people listening in on Periscope and if you want to get in contact with the podcast just send us a tweet and uh, we'll try to answer your questions, or maybe even if it's a statement, we'll read out your statement. Um, just moving on there now, to uh, best of luck to Ratholton, Dunmore Ashburn, and uh, Dunsany, and who was the last team that I mentioned there? Royal Gales. And Royal Gales, Gales who uh, all look to be uh, making their way towards semi-finals. We'll uh, move on now to the uh, Masita Senior Championship for the ladies.
3: Yeah, so after five games again, results from the 21st of August... You have Simon St. Gale, 6 7 to Boardsmill 9 points. You've got St Peter's Dunboyne 217 to Oldcastle 1 5. You have Centralstown 211 to Nafinas 2 6. And you have St Michael's six fifteen to St Ulton's Bohemians 211.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I suppose we'll start from the bottom there. St Michael's and St Ulton's. David Rispin, you were at this game. And uh, if you just want to give us a quick update on, on, on the situation for that game, I know St. Dalton's will be your your own home team. I yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. see what just you did it yeah. there. You did yeah. there. Yeah. In that. a ladies context, I suppose it would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the, so the St. Dalton's ladies team is your home t- yeah, uh, the ladies, yeah. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> your home team. Um, I just Dalton's, don't want to say it, yeah. uh, St. Dalton's. Previous winners as recent as recently in the last three four years, and um, just struggling at the minute. But St. Michael's a team that came up from intermediate, as we said last year, going well and kicked six goals and fifteen points.
4: Yeah, I was I was fierce impressed with them. I have to say, for a team that were going into the game with no points and uh, some heavy heavy defeats to their name, was was surprising considering how well they played on the night. I thought they were outstanding. Um, the Ultons ladies, in fairness to them, and. You know, a lot of them are young girls. Uh, my own sister is actually away at the, the minute. She's just gone 15. She's been playing. Like, that's sort of the situation they're in at the minute. It's, a, it, you know, it's a period of transition. But uh, I was very impressed with the way our girls kind of battled until the end. It would have been very easy to put the heads down and and ended up being bet by about 20 points. But they, they kept adding, in fairness. But I think Tom O'Connor's done a f- fabulous job with St. Michaels. And I suppose the difference is between the two teams is Ulton's probably need to... Go down to intermediate to, you know, start rebuilding and get a, a little bit of confidence, and particularly for the younger girls coming through. Yeah. But for some Michael's, it's so different because they're only after coming up from intermediate, so they very re- consolidation. Exactly, it's yeah. so important that they stay up yeah. and, and uh, build, build there. exactly. And like beating Central Town tonight on the back of the Ultons win already is an unbelievable uh, week for them, really. Yeah. And and it, it really just shows a- the confidence they would have taken from that game on Wednesday night, bringing it into today's game. And kicking on, you know, it would have
0: given it would have given all those young girls in St Michael's team um, a boost of confidence and and, and let them believe that mm. they're in the right div- uh, division for 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 the level of football that they're playing. And we just like to welcome Brian Kelly uh, into the podcast. He's uh, a few minutes late, but sure look, we all have things to do. And uh, as we said, anybody listening in on Periscope, don't be afraid to uh, send us your comments. Um, looking at the table now, Kieran Flynn. Um, Have Simonson and Dunboyne played Or is that the last round game They played today Simonson and Dunboyne played today We'll come back to you then in a moment So we will uh, The table as it stands before that result Leaves Simonson and Dunboyne at the top of the table
3: Yeah they both had 5 wins coming up today 15 points each And massive score difference Actually similarly they both conceded uh, 44 points up to this point Which is interesting With Dunboyne scoring 135 points And Simonson 114 So very high scoring teams so uh, it's like,
0: third, four, third is Nafina they're out clear in third on nine points and then you've got a group of three on six points is it
3: yeah so Nafina have nine points winning three games then you have Boers Mill in all winning two and losing three on six points and then as we mentioned the Michaels and the Ultons unfortunately at the bottom yeah it is indeed and
0: uh, we just like to say hello to Barry Monaghan and uh, Castleton who have just uh, Castleton GFC who have just tuned in uh, Brian Kelly you have the result from the Simon Sound Boyne game
1: I do indeed I do indeed one won 3-10 to 2-12, so a one point victory for Donebyne today. 3-10, so a one point victory. Look, it does. It don't, now, both of those teams are going to be through to a semi final, but uh, by all accounts, there was an element of shadow boxing in that game. The two teams are hotly tipped to meet in the final later on in the year, so I think maybe they could have been holding one or two things back today as well. Yeah, yeah I, I awesome.
4: actually ran into Ellie Lane at the Simonson game, and um, she said, you know, they didn't seem too kind of bothered by the result. You know, they. Without saying it, they probably have eyes on each other on the final, mm. and uh, that's that's fair enough. But today was an interesting game nonetheless, I suppose, just to see where the teams are at, and it shows how evenly matched they
1: are. Oh God, yeah, and there'll be very little between the teams, and I know Neve Lister, I think it is, from Simonson, is mm. as, as currently playing in London. So if they reach the latter stages of the championship, maybe she'll even be home. And if she was, she'd be a huge boost because she's a great defender. Yeah, yeah,
0: well, great. Both teams, as you said, maybe doing a little bit of shadow boxing, and it's the right time of the year to be doing it as they approach the knockout stages. Um, great that. Uh, uh, did you get any other results today apart from Central Stone and um, Saint Michael's? No, no, no. we've we've no more of the ladies. Um, uh, uh, reports from today. So we'll be doing them on next week's podcast. But don't forget, as we said, we've got interviews with Megan Clark and Zoe Curran from Central Sound from their win during the week and um, midweek. And we also have uh, Tom O'Connor the Saint Michael's just to uh, join us live here. It uh, was uh, a uh, perfect timing. Tom <laughs> surprise O'Connor surprised he's not in the pubs. Perfect time Um, for, uh, Tom O'Connor to join us. St. Michael's manager, as uh, they got their victory today um, in the second round, or so their second victory in the ladies' uh, championship. But we have an interview with him from last Wednesday after they beat St. Dalton's, and that will be going on our Patreon services patreon.com forward slash we are mead. And uh, it is the Loyal Royal service, it's not for everybody. This is uh, a service that we're doing for. Um, uh, all the, the diehard loyal royal supporters and uh, go over there to Patreon and uh, you'll pick up I think we've got about 14 interviews from this weekend's football altogether. Um, and Tom O'Connor just a little comment in there he's heading out now Brian so he's, stuff, so he's, uh, he's yeah. well deserved himself. <laughs> we're going to move on now to the um Ted Murta Hurling Championship and there was one game played in that during the week and it was Navin and Boards Mill and uh Kieran Flynn, you have the result from this one, a massive one for Navano Matneys.
3: Yeah, well it's it's the biggest game of the year. They they won four nine to one fifteen, they kept their senior status for another year, they 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 hit a few late goals in, Barry McAvoy was heavily involved at the end. It was a fairly rip roaring affair. Now, as I said, the, the way it panned out, with O'Malley's winning they just knocked Boers Mill down to intermediate. There's no playoff or anything like that, they're straight down. So the Navan O'Malley's were quite happy now, they were is there were,
0: one? Is there one round of uh, games left in that? Yeah, but the but, way it works. But the way it works is head to head. So if if Mill were to win their last game, they'll be level with Navan O'Matneys.
3: Or Clemson. and or, both teams and both teams have beaten them. Teams them. Um, and we Clemessen play. Uh, Navan O'Matney, so someone has to get a point exactly,
0: so yeah. So, so both one. of them could get a point exactly. Um, and the interesting thing about that uh, hurling match with Navin O'Matney's and Boardsmill was that Navin O'Matney's raced into a lead, didn't score then till half time. I don't think it was, mm. and uh, Boardsmill went in a couple of points up. They extended their lead in the second half, but uh, Navin O'Matney's banged in three more goals towards the end of the game and uh, saw them over the line. And uh, it just the never day, never say die attitude of Navin O'Matney's, and uh, getting that 3 point win in the end
3: yeah exactly and like that game was fraught with difficulty when they tried to refix it after the referee not showing up and it's like it takes a lot of mental fortitude to get that game Like to play it midweek it's difficult lads are working doing different things and yeah. it's, it's good that they got the win like O'Matney's didn't play great hurling all year and they probably will struggle again in senior next year but Realistically, they, they got the win they needed, it, and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, and, and they can rebuild from there. And uh, another interesting thing from the Hurling board is that the um, senior, Mead's senior Hurling manager, um, Nick Fitzgerald, who won the Christie Ring trophy with Mead this year, has uh, resigned his post. And uh, it's a huge loss to Mead Hurling, Kieran.
3: Um, Absolutely, yeah. we released a statement there on a Tuesday. To kind of coincide with the, it was been released to the media and the Chronicle a few different print medias, digital media and basically the hurling community were surprised with it and I caught up actually with Shawnee Garrity from Killskier after the Battle Battlelock football match so we started talking with hurling instead so. <laughs> yeah you did, you,
0: you, you caught up with him after the hurling match and you got this interview uh, which we'll play now with Shawnee Garrity
3: Kieran Flynn here in Castletown just after Nobber just narrowly coming across Ballon Lock I've got Sean E. here the mead senior hurling captain I just want to ask him a few questions just about Nick Fitzgerald so Nick released a statement during the week there that he's not taking the team next year I just look for your thoughts Sean on
2: that Yeah Kieran. Um, look I suppose it's um, it, it was a bit of a shock um, to all of us um, when, when he he, he texted us the day before to be fair um, the day after the All-Ireland and yeah um, to be honest, look, Nick always, always, never hid from the fact that, look, Nick, he's, he's running a huge business, um, and to be honest, like, before he came in with us for two years, he's with the Miners for a while, he's been with Kildaki Seniors, Underage Team, he's back refereeing, I see, as well, to so, look at, he just couldn't give the time, and I suppose Nick just felt, just being the professional man that he was, that unless he could match and go above our commitment, like, he was, um, he couldn't really, um, I suppose, he didn't feel he could give it everything, so... He felt the best thing um, for us, for for us, and from himself was to step away. But look, it's a massive blow. But to be fair, um, look, for Nick himself, I said it above in Crow Park today. Look, we had a tough year in 18, and this year, he could have walked away, but he, he stuck by his guns. And to be fair, he's put us in a really good position. Like he has not walked us away with a, like I say, when the Dubliners are back up, and um, I'd like to think that we're a we're a good type of team to take over. That he's left us in a really good place there.
3: Yeah, so that's ultimately what a manager's to do. He's definitely left in a better place, and he, he took it on, and he like some great moments in the last two years, and even just say the game up in Derry, like there was some great moments in the semi-final. What was your highlight, maybe in the two years, or especially this year?
2: Um, well, was not too many. <laughs> um, I suppose. Um, look at, I suppose this year, to be honest, uh, I suppose you mentioned the Derry game. Um, I suppose actually at the start, actually, that that London game, I suppose. It was a big day me GAA and it was a double header in Park Talton and we were very conscious of the fact we didn't want to, we weren't wanted to hold up or end of the bargain like um, like that day Park Talton was a picture but in the second half the crowd was in. So it was very satisfying I suppose to have a good performance against London. And then I suppose from a competitive point of view I suppose the dairy game as you mentioned they were 15 minutes to go, we were two points down and it was very satisfying all the work we'd done. We, stu- mm. we stuck we to the game plan. had right,
3: like sock needle players playing, so they weren't course, definitely
2: yeah. a good team. Like. No, a good team. And I suppose the best thing about that the game, and probably stands as well, like I was just uh, chatting to a lot. I'd love to do our stats for the last 10 minutes in all the games because we seen yeah. the steamroll teams, but that's that's their fitness. But you see that day, like Nicky Potterman came in and yeah, stitched yeah. the goal. Unreal so stuff, like yeah. that game, I suppose, as a highlight from when we were really put to the pin mm. of the record. And that day in Cote Park as well. We'd done a lot of the hurling in the first 25 minutes, and next we were only a point up at half time. Yeah, yeah. But again, Nick is a, was a very good man at just kind of tipping a coup. Like, there was no one banging tables. It was just reset, refocus.
3: Because he kind of said he was taking it in stages and games and stuff. He was talking like halves. So he was like the ninth oh, half, yeah. or whatever, with the fifteenth half. And yeah, kind of, everything was a half, yeah. a
2: half, win the half, win the half. When you break it down like that, look, we're very, I suppose, process orientated yeah. rather than outcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. the process is done right, the outcome looks after yeah, itself. Perfect. So, I mean, he was a big believer in that now. But, like, he built a good team around him, and yeah. it, 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 it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it's sad to see him go, but I'm sure. Unless he's taking
3: the goal with I maybe mean, we haven't the husband rule yet. You well, never, never know. You never know. Could be. Could yeah. be round number one. But we we'll also had a rumour like that. But no, no, I'll leave no. you in the last one. Just with uh, Kilskeer, Milo the last. You're playing uh, Kilmessin the last and the intermediate. But looking on then to the quarterfinals. it's going to be tough enough to get through that. It's a
2: look. It, it is. It is, Kieran. But to be fair, the intermediate. I think this year is actually quite uh, it's quite
3: tight in that. You're saying what, the Wolfe Tones are done there?
2: I looked at it today, it looks like a Dremere or a Kells.
3: Something like that, or it
2: could be Tones, or it could just be... just they have a game to play at it too, You don't know, know. Um, so we have to send lads to these, the three games yeah. to try and get, but um, to be fair...
3: Yeah, please do, because Clemessa, we're struggling <laughs> now, we need as many as to be elsewhere as yeah, possible.
2: but to be fair, um, um, like, like I would have felt Nafina were a step above everyone yeah. intermediate. Yeah, and, and they're showing that, this you're, year. You're yeah. showing it. So this year at Clonagail look good, but we'd feel that we're, if we can just get out of the group, look at this time last year, our hurling was finished. I remember yeah. that the learned hurling fine last year, and we were actually after getting knocked out the day before. So look at, we're still there, and we still fancy ourselves in competition hurling, knocking yeah. hurling, that we've enough lads to get, uh, to get the job done, and we've Jodie Murray from Castle Pollard over us, and Jodie's a great coach. So <laughs> look, I suppose this time of the year, I think we've picked up no knocks there this evening, um, no bad knocks, we we'll have to go back in and look, but it's keeping every that fit, and this time of the year, because it comes at like, yeah. this time of year it's, when your dual club is coming hot and heavy. But look, we're back, we're finished playing under lights. It's always a good sign if you're back playing under
3: yeah, the yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: the last stage of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's perfect, thanks for taking your time and get
3: in there yeah, now and get a warm yeah. shower. Come on. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear uh, the ballon log cries. Oh, it was actually Larry McEntee, the Nobber Secretary, was actually rolling in just for the crack, so.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you can hear him <laughs> rolling in a uh, bit, But a uh, great interview there with uh, Shawnee Garvey. Um. After uh, uh, the football match, uh, the yeah, other night, wasn't it, it? against Nauber, yeah, uh, against Nauber, Um, uh, coming away with the win there, but uh, fantastic in- insight into what Nick Fitzgerald was was like. Um, he'll be a huge loss to the Mead, uh, Harlan team, and uh, you know, um. Look, it's onwards and upwards. They have to replace him, and that's just it. And just a comment in there from Cormac Brady as manager statements go. It was a classy statement by Nick, and it reflects well on the county board. It really does. His his statement is was brilliant, and it was really heartfelt. And uh, you know he is going to be a huge loss to the Mead hurling. But look, they're up there in the Joe McDonough Cup, and hopefully, and um, they can get the right man in to to bring them on. We're going to move on now, and uh, before we bring you the results and tables, actually, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll go to the results um uh, from the junior championship, and then I was going to say we do the predictions first, but sure, the predictions are the results. So we'll go to the results, and then we'll go to David Risman for um our predictions from uh, the weekend just gone by. So Kieran Flynn, you're going to go with junior championship, Tower Junior Championship uh, Group A.
3: Yeah, so Group A here in the Chaplain Junior Championship. Uh, first game was actually not played at all. Can Ross v Clonard and the Clonard team conceded that fixture, which was due to be played in Gildalki.
0: Yeah, that's a disappointing one, but we'll come back to
3: that. And then Moilet, one fifteen to Monalty 2-7. That was played in Ballinlock. And then St. Ultons, 2-4. And they were beaten by Beliver who scored one fifteen, and that was an up-boy and that was a huge
0: uh, result for Beliver the, the table stands like this it's Beliver now on 10 points St. Dalton's on 7 Moila on 6 Mainality on 4 uh, Karna Ross on 2 and Clanard on 1 and uh, all games played in that so it is Beliver who go through in top spots St. Dalton's in 2nd spot and Moila in 3rd spot so uh, David Rispin how did we do on Group A? So
4: we with the Karen Ross results aside, now we all Karen Ross are getting the points. So we all predicted Karen Ross. So I suppose we'll probably get the win for that one. Um, then for the Ultons and Believer game, we all went for Believer. So spot on there again. And then the Myla and Menalty game was a little bit different. So Brian Kelly went for the draw on that one. Kieran Flynn went for Menalty, but myself and Mickey Brennan were right with Milo winning. Wow! Um. So full marks for us and. One wrong for the two lads. One wrong
0: for the two lads. Okay, then that's great. We'll, re- we'll move on to group two. Typical,
3: D. isn't it? It's typical, typical. yeah.
0: You, you, just, you just keep going uh, Yeah, uh, go group I'm not reading anymore. I'm going to change
3: the results here. Yeah, I'm just... Scrolling down. Scrolling up. Scrolling up. Uh, if anyone's having... Actually, uh, the me website has been having difficulties the last few days, and it's probably a lot of issues with the servers but thankfully it's going to be fixed hopefully from Monday morning if anyone was having difficulties this week so I'll get you the results played here in round 5 uh, a wonderful victory in Central Center, sunny Central center this afternoon 5 uh, 5.24 to Clemente was 8 points uh, St Vincent's Arcat had 4.15 to St Bridget's seven. that was played in Sean Newman Park and Bohermeen and then Clonagael at 3.17 to Core Towns, nine points, and that was played in Trim today. And, to was and trim. it was indeed.
0: And David Rispin, if you want to go to our predictions for that one. Yeah, so full houses uh,
4: for St. Vincent's and Insaney, we all went for them too, to beat uh, St. Bridgerton, Kilmain and Mud respectively. And then for Clannagale and Court um Mr. Flynn and Mr. Kelly went for Clannagale and myself and yourself Mickey went for Corton so yep. uh, two right for us to three right for the lads so it's even itself off in junior it has
0: indeed and the heart ruling the head I think for myself you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't say that now but uh, um, but uh, having Clannagale haven't got over you already this year probably you know they are a good side and uh, you, you, you did as best as you could to well not as best as you could but like you put up a good fight against them um, but we'll come back to that later on in the Patreon podcast so uh, the table stands like this it's Dunsena you finish him first uh, they're on 8 points Clonagail are on 8 points as well but in second um, and St. Vincent's in third on 8 points as well and is that the way they have finished uh, Kieran yeah. Finn um, and it's because of score difference I presume yeah. yeah it is indeed so we'll come back to the permutations and combinations uh, of the quarterfinal or quarter after this we're going to go now to no there was no group C uh, well, well, we'll give Group
3: C... Um, well, there's one fixture at the moment, is that refixture, Gail, Column Cahill, and O'Macneys, is going to be playing the 28th, which is coming up this week. It's in Carton and yeah. Wednesday night, yeah. Half seven, so...
0: Well, what we do is we'll look at the, the table there in Group C. We can't really speculate on the results, um, and they're not part of the predictions. summer are in first place on 11 points. Gail, Column Killer on nine points in second half. In second at uh, Centralstown have 8 points in third there's one round of fixtures left is it? yeah uh, full round?
3: yeah full round the 7th round and that's the end of it. it hasn't been fixed yet but
0: and there's a few teams that have there's Gail Column Kill and Navano O'Matney as you said haven't played their 6th uh, round game so they have 2 games in hand Navin won't be able to uh, catch anybody for a position no. um, but Gail Column Kill if they win that will join Summerhill on 11 points what what we we we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just say that the um the table stays as it is in Summerhill, Gale, Column, Kill. I'm just going to write these down: Summerhill, Kells, and Centralstown. If they all finish in those positions, what will happen is, uh looking at it, it will be which team which team ends up in uh, B and D.
3: Yeah, so the preliminary quarter final is going to be the third team in B, which is Saint Vincent's. And they'll be playing the third team in C, which is Central Stone as it stands.
0: And that would be Central So they will be playing. So St Vincent's will be playing Central uh,
3: And then if the winner of that game will play A1, who's Beliver, who topped their group.
0: That's a big game there mm-hmm. for
3: uh, uh, whoever wins and that game. And then B1, cool. which is Dunsany, will play C2, which is Gail and Gill, second team at the moment. And then C1, who are Summerhill at the moment, are playing A3, who are Myla. And then B2, which is. Uh, Saint oh, sorry, uh Clonagale. They're playing A two, which is Saint Ultons, and then of course we're into semi-finals. But so we, final we can. That's like, another podcast. It the is seven.
0: indeed, but um, interesting. Um, looking down through those tables, Kieran Flynn. Um, I suppose we go to it would be wrong not to go to David Wiseman. I know he's disappointed, and fair play to him. He's in doing the podcast with us tonight on the day that your own team go out of the championship. But is there any other teams by yourselves? I suppose that you're surprised are not going through to the quarterfinals. I suppose
4: not initially from from this weekend, but it, you'd have to say from the start of the year, Karnaros would Ross. have been yeah. one of the favourites in everyone's eyes to go on and actually win the championship. And for them, I know they've got to win by default, but to actually not win a game. Um, is, is astonishing really Um, probably not apart from that to be honest with your Baron ourselves we would have had aspirations of going through but uh, looking at Kilmain and Wood and the Bridgets lost their first two games so it was always going to be an uphill task for them Minoliti gave themselves a chance and like yeah. get, getting a draw against St. Hultons going into the final game a draw would have done them yesterday against Moila they had an extra man I think for the for the last 15 minutes no, yeah, yeah, at, at and the rest yeah exactly uh, fair play to Moyla the well seasoned outfit dug the game my, out the
0: did come back at them and nearly yeah. got back level I think maybe a point in it but then and Myla then Moila kicked on, kicked on, the on last again 10, so
4: they'll be disappointed considering the progress that have, they've made this year um, it's a little bit disappointing for them not to get out of the group but aside from that I don't think there's too many other hard luck stories to be quite honest with you yeah um, I think I think the best teams ultimately have probably gone through yeah. over the piece.
0: Disappointing thing for yourselves is that you got your two early wins yeah. in the championship and weren't able to follow up with a win after that. And, mm. and that's probably disappointing for, for Uh We'll move on now to the um, meat Potato Intermediate Championship and re- we'll get the results from Kieran Flynn.
3: So this is a, a round behind. So this is only round four. So we don't know how it's going to finish up, but we still have a lot of exciting results here. First one was played in Nobber. Sunday two o'clock today Mead Hill Betonbara one twelve to twelve. Today as well in Minolte, Old Oldcastle beat Kilmainham three eighteen to one eight, and then in Castletown on Friday night I was at this game Nobber bet Ballinlock by two points one thirteen to one eleven. And
0: uh, David Rispett if you want to give us uh, our predictions for that,
4: yeah. So we all um, went for an Oldcastle win against Kilmainham The four of us uh, with Knobber and Ballinlock, uh, myself, Kieran, and Mickey. Went for a Nobber win, so we were spot on, and Brian Kelly was the doubt Thomas that went for Ballinlock. <laughs>
0: um, he was just trying to keep Susan Farrell sweet, so he was. Yeah, yeah, we know the crack. And then in the
4: last game, Drumbara <laughs> and Mead Hill, we all went for a Mead Hill win. So three of us got full marks, and Brian was the only one who got two out of three in that one. No bother. And that yeah, leaves
0: that leaves the table looking like this. number seven points, Mead Hill six points, Oldcastle five points, Ballinlock, four points. Drumbara 2 and Kilmainham 0. So the only teams that are really out of that is Drumbara and Kilmainham, Ballenlock, Oldcastle, Meath Hill and Navarre, all uh, fighting. I suppose uh, Nauber are the only ones guaranteed uh, to go through, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because Meathill, Hill, Oldcastle and Ballenlock are fighting out for the other two places. So um, it's going to be an intriguing last round. Uh, in
3: and the- Brian Farrell kind of hinted at that when I spoke to him. He was kind of talking about uh, basically, how hard the group has been, and we kind of laughed a lot about the North Mead kind of derbies and the like, having its own little province. Like, but it's proven it, and all the results have been tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and been shocking and exciting. And like, if you want to hear
0: that uh, interview we got with Brian Farrell after uh victory, um, head on over to uh, Patreon uh, forward slash We Are Mead, and um, our podcasts for uh, the Patreon service, the loyal royal service, will be out. Uh, in the coming days, we've got uh, 14, 14 interviews, I think it is. Oh no, hang on. We've got 15 interviews there um, uh, between all grades and the ladies as well uh, for you to listen to um, an in depth analysis on all those games. We we'll move on now to Group B in the uh, Meat Potato Intermediate Championship.
3: So, round four, first game was played today at 2 o'clock in Park Tolchon. Ballinabraki beat Sidon 310 to 111. In Rackenny at 2 o'clock, Castletown got 5.14 to of 3.12. And then yesterday, Saturday in Core Town at half 6... Trim come out in the tight affair, two thirteen to three seven over St Michael's.
0: And David Risman, we'll go back to you for our intermediate results. And uh, I'm really enjoying the intermediate champions. Yeah, to them in, of course. me too, Mickey. <laughs> uh, so are the other two lads for these ones anyway? Because
4: the, the three, or sorry, the four of us got all three results right there. So the experts doing well in the intermediate.
0: Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all. Uh, Experts on intermediate football. I think last week it was junior football. you we were into. We were experts on. We, will you crack
3: senior? Yeah, crack senior. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to be good at them all,
0: you know. Yeah, well, it, it's not that it's hard to be good at them all. It's hard to be good at all of them at the one time. Yeah, you have to do. You can only be a, a, an expert on each uh, championship at uh, different stages. Like you can't do them all at the mm-hmm. one time. So we'll move on now to Group C and uh, Kieran Flynn. You got
3: the results. Yeah, so in Group C of the Me Potato Championship, there was three games played. Firstly. Yesterday, Saturday, in air, at half six. Uh, Delic Beljustown defeated. So that was today at half six. Sorry, Delic Beljustown two nine to Blackhall Gales eleven points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dunberry defeated and Ashburn two twenty to two eight in Walterstown today at half four, and Walterstown beat Saint Peter's and Boyne two fourteen to two nine in Beckett. Yesterday at six o'clock.
0: And uh, David, returning back to you for Group C. How did we do? <laughs> We did. It. Me and you did well, Mickey. Again. Okay.
4: Actually, okay. sorry. Uh, right again. No, no. Uh, no. Brian actually went for a draw in the Blackhall Gales and Dulie game. Can I take it eleven scores each? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we all got the Dunnery result right against Dunmore Ashburn. Uh, Brian went for the draw in that Dulie uh, Blackhall game. The other three, uh, myself, Kieran, and Mickey went for Dulie Bellasent. And in the final game between Waterstown and Dunboyne, we all went for uh, Waterstown, which was right. Just to. Give ourselves a little bit of a mention, Mickey. We got every result right Oi, in the intermediate championship.
0: Right no, no, no. You no. Didn't, Which one they get wrong? No, no. We'll come back to that again. We'll tell you after. Look, no, just I know that you, you got, me here you got right. one. You got one wrong in the, the first do you in wrong? group. They
1: the ball mm. child in the corner. Oh, oh, it's it's sorry,
4: right? I stand corrected. Kieran got all of the results right. No, stand corrected.
0: Sorry, Your Honour. I love intermediate football. We'll move on to Group C. Oh, sorry, did we do the table? Um, we did do the B
3: table we'll if go back, back
0: to the B table and uh, the way the B table stands at the moment it's Castletown 8 points Trim on 6 points Ballonabracchi on 4 St. Michael's on 3 Bechtdorf on 2 and Sidon on 1 so Ballonabracchi back up into 3rd place in that uh, uh, group uh, B and Castletown continuing their flying year uh, with 4 wins from 4 top of that group um, are guaranteed a quarter final spot now Trim are guaranteed a quarter-final spot as well and it's going to be between Ballin and Rocky, St. Michaels and Bechtov uh, although I don't think Bechtov no. no, it's, it's, it's actually going to be a straight shootout the
4: last day between Ballin and Bracky and Michaels who play each other Oh, right, so the winner of that a draw
0: will obviously You're mean that. Probably
3: liable to get that in court town geographically. Yeah, um, sure we, we'll see. We'll put a word in. Maybe Kildare here, a best. boy he might get. Well, you still have
0: two weeks to get the pitch up to scratch. Like well, so. we still have we still have junior <laughs> D's. Oh no,
3: sorry, pitch was actually fantastic <laughs> last night. <laughs> it was indeed. It yeah. was indeed. Yeah.
4: There's it um, pictures going around. it's
0: the holes, What holes? It's, it's all to play for in that division still. Um, uh, for the third spot. So great to see a shootout on the last day. Move on now, and in Group C, Dundarave now on six points. Uh, Dulie Ballysteen are six points, and Waterstown are on six points with three four games played. Blackhall Gales have four points. St Peter's Dunboyne and Dunmore Ashburn are out; they've got two points and zero points respectively. And Blackhall Gales, who is their game against in the last day? It's it against like, Waterstown, yeah. and it's going to be a shootout um, for uh, the final spot in uh, in Group C. If Blackhall Gales can get the win over Waterstown they will go through on the head-to-head um, but then are uh, Dalik Bellaston playing Dundry in the last day?
3: No they're both playing the second team so it actually the, it's similar to what we talked about in the junior last week uh, Walterstown, or sorry, Blackhall Guilds actually want Dalik and Dundry to win to make sure they, they leave the scoring difference to yes, exactly. and go yeah. straight to head-to-head yeah, which, which you'd imagine they would yeah, exactly. but if Dalik happens to lose they might actually knock out Blackhall on scoring difference so yeah it's interesting because they're, they're very negative on score difference so.
0: Well, exactly so um, Blackhall Gales they, what they need to do is they need to beat Waterstown but Waterstown are going to be no, no easy not to crack either on the last no. day it's, uh, it's as we said we said it on the last podcast it was going to be like uh, the Saturday in the open it was going to be moving day a lot of teams have moved into position for the final uh, group stage uh, games in two weeks' time and it's brilliant that in all of the three divisions in the intermediate, there's something to play for. What we'll do now is we'll move on to the senior, the Ferry House Seal Senior Championship, Group A.
3: So the first game was played Saturday night, half six in Rototh, and it saw Dunchochlin defeating Navin Amatnys 2-12 to 1-9. Then played yesterday in Partholshan Gail Colham-Kill had a commanding victory over screen, 3.18 to Screen's 5 points. And on Friday night, also Sensen had a commanding victory, 5.14 to St. Pat's de Mullen, 10 points over in the door. Excellent.
0: And uh, David Risman, if you want to tell us, how did we do on the senior predictions in Group A?
4: In Group A, so that's uh, Gail Colham-Kill. Um, everyone. Very good. Everybody went for Kells. That's a surprise. Surprise there. Uh, Dunshocklin and Navin O'Mahony's. And um, none of us actually got the result right here. Um none of us picked on chocolate. Brian and Mickey went for the draw. Kieran and myself went for Navan and the Chocolate won the game. So no one right there. And then in the last one, Century Town and St. Pat's, we all went for Century Town wins. So again, two out, two out of three for the lads. Ain't
0: bad. And uh, exactly, yeah, as the as the old song says, two out of three ain't bad, meatloaf. And again, just to remind people, um, if you do want to hear all the interviews we have from the senior uh, championship we've got Breen Condon from Simonstown we've got Col Finnegan from Centristown, we've got Gabriel uh, Bannigan from Dunamore ashburn the manager of the Dunamore ashburn team we've got Jack Crimmins uh, from Dunchotlin, an elder statesman on the football team there Liam Hogan uh, from Corraha also of the uh, uh, previous of uh, previously from the Rossettree uh, we've got Martin oh, we don't have Martin uh, we've got Eamon Wallace uh, from Atholt we've got Ronan Ryan from Summerhill um, uh, all from the senior championship games. We might have one more interview with a Kells player, but we'll have to come back to you about that. A lot of um, a lot of uh, uh in depth uh interviews there with the players. Head on over to Patreon forward slash We Are Me. You'll get our previous podcast there as well, and our upcoming podcast that'll be out Monday, Tuesday, and at the latest Wednesday of this week. So the table stands like the scale column. kills six points. Dun six points. Centralstown four points, Navin on Matneys four points, and Screen on four points. The only team out of it in uh, Group A is St. Pat's. And uh, looking at that, Kieran Flynn, absolutely brilliant to see um, all teams fighting for. Like there's five teams fighting for three positions.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of head scratching and phone calls and WhatsApp groups. And we have to do our Jeff Selling deadline day stuff again. We have to get to all the venues. (laughs) Hopefully to put them in part also might be a bit easier this time. Think to every club and me, but yeah, it's going to be tough going. Like Gail Cullen, kill Dunchaklin, uh, Sention, like they played probably the best football. But then O'Matney's had a great win the last day. They probably fell foul to a good and Chaklin team. But Jesus and Screen probably the most disappointing team that played this weekend. That they're probably thought to do better against Kells, but it's gonna be some finish. Is
4: is sorry, is there a scenario whereby a, a team can actually get get to six points and end up finishing in the bottom two? I think there is. Yeah, absolutely yeah. there yeah. is, there would be, yeah. It's if Screen good. I think if Screen beat Dunchocklin And we beat Kells. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there'll be there'll be teams. So the second bottom would actually go into the relegation playoff with three wins under the well,
0: valley. Three, three, yeah. three wins crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but, but, but that's yeah, yeah. the point the point. Like it's yeah. it's it's crazy. And then we, Which of, would be Screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, depending on the score unless difference. they have a massive win, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they lose, then obviously, yeah.
4: yeah. But it's had to, had to, had yeah. But did. if there's more the score difference. it's going then, to be exciting yeah. stuff. Though. It's yeah. going
0: to be a brilliant last round uh, in two weeks' time. We're going to move on now to Group B.
3: So we're in the Ferry House uh, Steel Senior Group B. The f- game played today in Walterstown at six p.m. Dunmore Ashburn come out winners of six twenty-one to Longwood's two eleven. Uh, today in screen, just coming from it myself, 2 two twelve to Manalby's one ten, good win for thought and then played today in Partholson. Sorry, played yesterday in a half four. Summerhill big win four nineteen to Rakeni's one eleven. And uh, we go
0: to David Rispin and see how did we do in the senior championship?
4: Full house for the three lads in the three games, so it was probably one of the easier groups of all the championships to predict. Dunham Marshburn, straightforward, um, we all picked them. Summerhill likewise against Rakeni and Ritoth. Probably the trickiest game on paper in that group, but we all went. We we're two, so three out of three.
0: Well done to uh, all of our experts here on the podcast, and we'll move on now to uh, the final group, Group C of the Fairyhouse Steel Senior Championship, and see how we did. Hello to Tom Doyle, who just joined us.
3: So we had today in Partholshen. We had a massive win for Corrha 119 to one 17. Then played in Trim today after the Courtown Clonagail game. Uh, Simon Sound 3.22 to Nafina's one ten, And then the last game played today, and this obviously was a cracker. St. Column Kills one St. Peter's Dunboyne 15, and that was a draw in St. Yeah,
0: last gasp score from Dunboyne to uh, salvage a draw and uh, uh, ruin all of our predictions. Um, well, no, because no, none of us had gone for St. Column Kills. I'm going to go to David Risman for our predictions. <laughs>
4: yeah, we, we, we had a straightforward one in the Group B, but I think Group C is not far from straightforward. So we all went with Saint Peter's to so none of us got that the draw right um, there. Um, and the
0: like thats an interesting one. There'll not be too many people mm. who would have picked the draw. You'll find there'll be someone. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I want you to find out if anybody did pick the draw. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No worries. And, <laughs> and if they did, we'll give them a mention. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> They're the real we'll Yeah,
1: for sure. They
4: got
3: them all. The rest of them wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That that's generally the case actually, and uh, the next game then we we were split in the middle. Uh, Kieran and Brian went for Nafina, uh, and myself and Mickey look um, oh. out for each other's clubs. Mm. I, I picked Simons
0: Simonson. Yeah, yeah,
4: and yeah, well, a oh, earlier, oh, oh, oh ye of little faith, oh ye <laughs> of
0: little faith. <fate. laughs> just thought
4: about shot there. And in fairness to him, we'll give him a shout out. Brian went with Curaha to beat uh, Wolf Tones. whereas the three of us went for uh, Wolf Tones win. I'll just give you the overall scores
3: from, from the... You went with a call of hell And long. have you given me it the points that you might rob me for yeah. the yeah. I got them back up. Just, yeah. to, just carefully. You yeah, still, 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 still don't win. I know, but at least uh, I'm higher up than I was.
4: So, Mickey and myself sharing uh, the podium this week. Top spot, 53 points Come between the, the two or three grades. Second place was Kieran Flynn with 50 points. And third, or fourth rather... Can I um, not have
3: 50 before you? You no, me no, the no, win. No, 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 no. The no, one that. No, 50? no, just stop, will you? you stop, me. stop. i have to check that. Stop, them.
4: will you? I'll have to check that. <laughs> You're third. Erm. Um, and last but not or sorry, last but least. Last <laughs> it's, least. It, it's Brian Kelly with forty eight points. It's
0: it's a total turnaround from last week. Um is that more
1: points than I had last week and I won't Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: complete turnaround from last week, which is absolutely brilliant. Um just uh, on that, um looking at what we'll do is for for maybe next week's podcast or whatever, we'll have a look down through them. How many games was there all together on the weekend? You had you 9... 2, 4, 6, mm. 8, 9...
4: 9, and nine, nine is, eight, is 18, and six, six,
0: and six, 6 is 24. Mm. And I think what, I had uh, 3 wrong over the whole 24. Me and yeah, you had 3 wrong, wrong over 24. That's not bad. Like And like to be wrong.
4: fair to the lads, Kieran had
3: 4 wrong and I think Brian would have had 5 wrong. Yeah.
0: yeah. So And picked the Curaha win. Mm. Yeah. So, it was just the final one of the dice for, for me. Draws.
3: The Nafina one, I thought yeah. I was being clever with the roll of the dice there. I just thought that was the one to win it. Like You, know. but <laughs> but you, you,
1: you weren't anywhere close. No. <laughs> no. What did you no. mean one to win it? I'd gone for Nafina too. Yeah. On, yeah. Um,
0: but that would have put him ahead still. Of, I would oh, have won yeah, if Nafina had ahead. won. Um, no, good, no good. Look, it was an absolutely action-packed weekend of football in Mead. Uh, again, we've described it as uh, uh, the uh, Saturday in the uh, Open Moving day because all of the moving is done now. Teams have put themselves into positions, and uh, we have to actually go through the senior uh, Group C um, uh, table before we go anywhere. And the way this
3: is looking, when you say moving, as some, some clubs have moved out of the championship. Oh yeah, too, you know? no, no, that's what I mean. Like
0: yeah, yeah, like they've definitely made the cut, literally. Um, and uh, looking at it, at Group C, Simons turn now find themselves sitting on top of the table after coming from fourth. To, to the top of the table with six points St. Peter's Dumbine on five points Curaha on four Wolf Tones on four Nafina on four and St. Colm Kills on one point Colm Kills out yeah. all of the five teams in that group are fighting for three positions now by the looks of things I think that leaves Simonstown true but it could be any. They, they could end up in first, second or third in that mm. actual group. But it's in their own hands, It's in their yeah. own hands. They're playing Dunboyne. But the funny thing is, they're playing Dunboyne. And if uh, Curaha, Wolf-Tones and Nafina, if two of them win and Simonston were to beat Dunboyne, Dunboyne would be out of the championship. It And it, it's just... It's crazy. And any, any mm. one of three teams can end up in the relegation as well.
4: And I suppose two weeks ago Kuraha were going into the third round without a point in their name. Yeah. Never won a game in senior. The beat Enough. the former back to back senior champions and then they follow it up today with a win against Wolf Tones.
0: And Curaha are playing St Michaels in the last uh, St. Michael's. Kills. Kills. Uh, St Kills, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, uh, say uh, St. Colin Kills in the last round. Yeah. Which means that... And Colin kills have nothing immediately. So you're different. telling me there's
3: a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd suggest there's an absolutely huge,
4: there's a huge chance. And of they that. mightn't
1: have picked up any more than a pint today, but they've been really unlucky in all their games. They could have got something out of every match. It just shows the nature of that group. It was probably the group of the championship, mm. really, when you think of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's another group, isn't there, with... Uh, five teams all fighting it out yeah. like. but that is that is a really really strong group and uh, it's uh, it's been wonderful and, and and I was delighted with the same performance today myself uh, I suppose uh, looking at it uh, or David you would probably want to before we finish up you want to maybe plug the um, prediction sheets for next week yeah well I'm not last I'm round. not sure
4: exactly what we we're waiting on the junior kind of parents for the quarter final so when I have if if we do have fixtures we'll include the junior knockout games on that otherwise we may still go with just the senior and intermediate you know there's 18 games so we should be okay providing there's a draw hopefully in some <laughs> of the games and then some of them inevitably have it but uh, yeah thanks a million to everyone who's entered it's been brilliant throughout the National League and the club championship Um. so me, GA. or mega.predictions.com uh, we'll hopefully have something up and we'll have the sheets corrected this time tomorrow so we'll have a winner announced as well
0: and hopefully they'll have made enough money to
1: fill in the holes in the
0: picture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Kelly have you
1: anything for yeah. the We Are Mead podcast before we finish up not sure if it was mentioned before I arrived or not but Mead ladies are having a meet and greet in Dungani on Friday night from half 7, sorry, seven to 745 Great opportunity for all the young boys and girls in the county to come out and meet the players
3: before they play the All-Ireland Final.
0: And for David Rispin, he might go out there as well. Kieran Flynn?
3: Yeah, just the Royal House draw. You have to get your ticket. The draw's coming up 28th of September, so it's nearly just a month and a few days away. So get to the royalhousestraw.com You can buy your ticket. You can get a paper ticket of any club and me or from any county board official. So don't be shy in asking, because it's a great chance to win a house. And again, from the club point of view, to support your club and to build a stadium in It, it is indeed.
0: And uh, again, we want to thank all our listeners. Um, uh, don't forget to share the podcast. If you think there's somebody out there who'd like listening to uh, the We Are Me podcast, share it with them. Um, and uh, also, again, if uh, you're one of the die-hard, Loyal royal supporters and you want to go over to uh, get all our in-depth analysis and interviews from senior intermediate. And junior championship played in the weekend. Also, a couple of interviews from the ladies' championship as well. Head on over to Patreon, uh, uh to our Patreon podcast on um uh, www.patreon forward slash we are mead. Uh, the Loyal Royals podcast, they'll be out <clears throat> as I said in the next couple of days. You might get uh, one one get one Monday, one Tuesday, and one Wednesday. There'll definitely be at least two going out. Um, and don't forget, we are mead why it matters more.